Okay, I think I'm closer than the mic to you today. Okay, well, I can... Here I go. Yeah, yeah, here we go. So, this is a special episode about diary keeping. Um, and this is kind of sparked off by the number of messages I, I get about keeping a diary, um, because I am very open about it. Um, and I really genuinely think that it has saved me mm. in a lot of ways. Not that I'm saved, but it saves me daily yeah. in a way of just not feeling like everything is lost. Mm-hmm. So it'd be nice to just talk about in our life how we've kind of fallen in love with keeping a diary and then let it just kind of be lost for a bit and then come back to it and, you know, and and, and speaking about, you know, your history with keeping a diary too, BB. Yeah. Um, I started uh, doing... Um some mood charting and stuff recently, which means when you write down like your emotions at um, different points in the day. And um, it's got me thinking a lot more about people that like keep really meticulous, you know, de- detailed um, sort of uh, written things of their life. And I was just looking for a piece of paper the other day because I was like, oh, I need to do my mood charting. Like, I really want to take this week seriously. I really want to feel good. Let's just you know, write some stuff down. And the only thing I could find was this, if you can, if you're watching on video, this like embarrassingly. It's got princesses It's got on the actual back. princesses on it. Like. It's actually got the word princess. Yeah. Princes. It, yeah, yeah. Princess. I, I wrote princess on the back too. But with one S. Yeah. So prince. Princess. Actually, I think it's yeah. princes. I think you like princes. No, 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 no. Oh, it's, it's got like two princess. S's. Yeah. So this is from when I was 19 and 20. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it looks like I'm trying to sort of, have it's basically for anyone that's not watching it's like covered in princess uh stickers and really really colorful it's like it's like what i was trying good dolphin sticker yeah i'm jealous of that do you like that one that's great that is a rare sticker where did you get that sticker you must have got this from sticker planet in la maybe no i definitely didn't get that from i like this roses one here anyway it was the only piece of paper that i could find and then i decided to just take a little gander through it and i wrote some fucking embarrassing shit in there yeah 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 yeah. I made up a name (laughs) it says it says it says if if found please return to and then I wrote Delilah Blake that's my pseudonym that's my alternate ego I just covered up because I had my address there um and at 2017 and then I wrote like a list of like the inventory of what's going on so this is a proper bullet journal this is when bullet journals Mm. were a thing so this was me trying to do a bullet journal (laughs) And um, have you noticed how bullet journaling has... I'm surprised I don't see more reels and stuff about bullet journals. Oh, it's because it's not in your algorithm. Oh. If you but peek, peek a little bit of your snout into that world, you're going to be shocked. Really? Some of the stuff... Some people are, like, showing the way that they make their bullet journals with, like, gorgeous, expensive, fancy tape. They do a different colour theme for every month. It's, wow. like, insane, the detail that people go to. But anyway, it just... <laughs> It broke my heart reading this, okay? Because at 19, I had a steady job. I was working on Victoria on ITV. Um, I was, like, making better money and, like, working more consistently than I have, like, in years. I had, like, a really fun friendship circle because I'd made friends with a lot of actors. So in lots of ways, I can look back at that period of time in my life and I can be like, oh, my God, now I sometimes crave that stability. I crave that work validation. Reading this and realising how, like, 
completely miserable I was in some ways and how desperate I was to be this better future version of myself that I wanted to eat better I wanted to look better and I was just so anxious despite the fact that the worst thing ever hadn't even happened yet it was weirdly reassuring to read this because it made me realize oh all of these anxieties and worries that I have now they're not going to just magically go away in five years because five years ago Mm. I still felt exactly the same Mm. but I feel like I know myself so much better now I wrote um (laughs) <laughs> I actually can't read it no, out loud. It's out too loud. embarrassing. But it's a lot of emphasis on like, no sugar, don't eat any sugar. You know, like you're eating vegetables, you're cooking for yourself every day. Going to the gym is self-love. It's not like, like trying to write like random reassurances that is like, oh yeah, I can just become, I can just become like a sporty girl. But then, and so I read that first page and I was like, oh my God, like, how cringe that I wrote that New Year's resolution this. But then the next page, oh my God, it's just so embarrassing. But I tried to write down tasks for myself to keep up to every day. I like did checklists of, oh, have I been keeping up to everything? And then I got to this page that was just shocking to me. Um, It was basically, there was this writer on the show who had a daughter who was around like my age now, 25, 26. And she was very cool. She had a fringe. She was like very... Um, like wore cool burgundy and like spoke about interesting things. And I wrote a page called how to be more like her name. I won't say it out loud. And this is what I actually wrote. This is a checklist to myself. Speak softly and thoughtfully. Eat mostly vegetables and don't snack. Do more exercise. Read more feminist literature. Wear muted colours, pinafores, 70s art school vibe. Be vegan. (laughs) Wear less makeup. Ask people genuine questions about themselves. Talk about feelings and emotions. Be more political, not in an overbearing way. And be more gentle. Oh my God. Isn't that so fascinating? It's like, I wanted to, I didn't know who I was, or at least I didn't like who I was. So I was like, how can I be this cool older girl that I've met? Right, That's like, just so sincere. I know. It's and just innocent. It's so, I can't believe I was actually 19 when I wrote that. That's fucking embarrassing. That's how old Gemma is on Love Island. <laughs> oh my God. But anyway, reading this and then reading some of the much darker entries where I'm talking about how I feel so out of place, how I feel like everyone else my age is having fun at university and I'm just like, you know, feeling and looking like shit and whatever. It was so eye-opening and it's really made me want to keep a diary again. Really, but why? Really. Why has it made you want to keep it again? Because it's like... I want to be able to look back in five years' time like I've done and see who I was. I want to see now because I think a lot of the days go by and it's like I don't remember. Yes, well, that's exactly weeks why I keep ways it. of time. I want to remember because there are some moments in here where I write nice things like Donnie hugged me in the bath when I was giving him a bath today around my whole head and he laughed at a joke I made. And I, there are some moments where I was like, I wouldn't have remembered that. Yeah. And I really, despite how difficult and like, emotionally volatile life can be I want to be able to look back at when I'm 30 and be like oh I wasn't such a fuck up when mm. I was 24 25 you know yeah, definitely. I want to feel sorry for, I, I want to empathize with myself in the way that I've empathized with this fucking loser you know and that's why I've got the stacks and stacks of them because I I can go through them and every day there's a number of things that made the day joyful or awful and the only day I haven't ever been able to write a word because when you actually if you manage to sit up 
with the book, with a pen, you've carved out that tiny bit of time. There is no way you won't be able to recall something from the day that was that was something. Yeah. Even if it's just I got up and I went for a coffee and I had like whatever. You you have to write something down. And usually that first sentence sparks off. Oh, actually, yeah, then I spoke to somebody at, at Tesco's who was really nice to me or I, you know, it was raining and I didn't want to go outside, but actually going outside, whatever you write, there is no way if you don't, if you, if you won't be able to write anything down, there is just no way. Um, unfortunately for me right now, the only time I have to write the diary is at night and I am falling asleep, but I try so hard to, to carve out that time. Um, and I mean, even I think it kicked into gear. I've always written a diary, but it was that year, 2019, where we got those really, really embarrassing one line a day diaries. Yeah. And uh, the one little rectangle of space you have to write something about your day. It's just stupid, those diaries, because once you write one thing, you're not just going to, you can't be that concise. And I just, so I ended up writing a whole page. I used a whole page for a day and I kept going. And then when Ben died in March, I, it, it just kicked into overdrive. Yeah. And that was obviously my way of handling things. But I, I had to know for my future self, looking back, if I hadn't have written those diaries, I would have thought that I would have just been a wreck and I would have not been there for the kids. I wouldn't have remembered anything with them. And so I, it was almost me forcing myself to write down good things that had happened with Donnie and Margot that day. So that when I look back and I feel guilty for how they must have been around me, I would have seen, no, I was there. Exactly. I did have fun with them. And it's like when you write down things about yourself, um, it's like proof that you exist. Mm. And it's proof that you are worthy of writing about. And I think what's so interesting is I started this journal in 2017 and I had just got a job okay so I felt good about myself you know I felt worthy but that's exactly what happens and therefore I got this diary and I was like you know I'm gonna I'm gonna write about my adventures like I even fucking wrote in one of the pages like adventures of Harrogate because that's what we were filming and then as I start to get in my own head and not enjoy what I'm doing because I feel like an imposter and feel like an imposter and feel like I don't deserve to be there and you know, it's not, the job was difficult as well in, in some ways like anything is, but I was just experiencing a difficult time in my life as well. And it's so fascinating to read, like, as my confidence dwindles. I don't think I'm worthy of writing about mm. anymore. Once I get past, like, 10 entries, after I get past the fucking tragic how to be more like the girl page, I I just have a couple of, yeah, entries which are just, like, me screaming out into the void like why do I feel like this and then it just stops and then and and there's nothing sadder than that there's nothing sadder than the writing at the beginning the energy and zest for life at the beginning of a diary and then you just see it just kind of dwindle into nothing with the pages and that is all down to confidence you have to value yourself enough to write something down on the page that day yeah and it so that's so good that you're coming to this yeah moment where you can do it exactly it's just like I now see that this version of myself didn't think it was worth writing about anymore. Yeah. And I do feel like I'm worth writing about now. So I Go BB. Hey, go me. This is going to make you feel better. BB is 20. This is what I wrote when I just turned 20. Um, How do I... (laughs) I feel good about myself. I deserve to be happy. I am beautiful. I am intelligent. I am loved. Remember that. And then freaked. (laughs) 
freaked out. Kate Winslet was 21 in Titanic. Hurry! <laughs> That's the most fucking embarrassing thing I've ever written in my whole life. I can't believe she's 21. Calm. I feel calm. Weirdly calm. Young. I still have my whole 20s. This is going to be fun. Oh, time's ticking now, babes. Um, how, why did I write, how is she feeling about this? <laughs> Elegant. Lizzie Bennett was 20. I love how you call her Lizzie. Oh, my God. Excited. I'm no baby, no more. <laughs> okay, that's just, that's just so fucking embarrassing. She, Jesus Christ. Thank God I actually stopped writing it this time because... um. Uh, anyway, the, the that's a lovely portrait of grandma you've drawn there. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> um, but what, we said something the other day about diaries. So even <laughs> okay, even when you write the same things down every day, the act of writing them is cathartic. So yeah. I very often, when I'm feeling slightly overwhelmed, write a list almost at the end of my diary of uh, what I need to do to feel better. So breathe in and breathe out and go for a run and um, lie on the floor for a second if that helps you, whatever. Like even those things. And I, you see that this page of me writing this list to myself is repeated every few pages. And even though I wrote it before and I know the same steps, the act of writing it does make me feel better and more in control yeah and it actually got me thinking about a couple of episodes back when we did the agony art one and that girl left us that question saying like how do I stop letting other people um basically dictate my life how do I actually say what I want in life like I always seem to do what everybody else people wants please. Uh, yeah how do I stop being such a people pleaser and it made me think actually writing a diary is probably good for that because mm. it's like saying this is what I want from today this is what I actually when you have to write down, because I think I also felt a bit embarrassed when I was like, okay, I'm going to plan out and schedule my day and my wants and my thoughts. It's like you don't feel like you really, you know, like, oh, God, that's a bit embarrassing for me to do that. But when you do start doing it, and you're like, oh, wow, that's actually what I want to do. It makes things a bit clearer. It made me think for you, the people pleaser, maybe start writing down actually what you want, and that will make it easier to visualise how you can express that to other people. That mm. was just a thought I had. Sorry. The thing is, I don't even do that. It's just all about just something that happened that day. I think I would benefit from um, carving out time again to focus on me. You would. Because you would. I don't, I, even the idea of going for a, a 10 minute run, I feel like is just really bad. I, like, I, I shouldn't be away from them for more than 10 minutes at a time. And it's only recently where I've thought about, okay, I've got to write a book by this date. And I'm, if I don't, carve out time that's not going to happen yeah um and thinking I'm scared of asking for time because I don't want I don't want to seem like I'm not with my kids the entire time and so as I was thinking this I was looking at other mums in the playground and kind of clocking who's there day in day out and yeah. who's not and then who's there sometimes and seems like the fun mum and then who's then not seen for ages and then comes by. And just like, I was thinking about the childcare for each of these kids and thinking and judging and judging parents who had full-time childcare, after-school club. And then I was thinking, no, they're just, they're just doing, they're just asking for that time and they're, or they need that time and this is what's happening. And 
Um, I think it was more watching the Kardashians actually and thinking about the time that Kim must spend away from her kids because like she's always in the gym at 6 a.m. Yeah. Oh my and then God, she I went to balance. Too. She I went. She was too. away for that. Like she must, when she went to the the, the Dominican, um, they, when she went to the island yeah. to do the. I was like, you don't. You're not even thinking about your kids. She wasn't, and she was eating her. You dibs. know, her dibs. What are dibs? I still want to know if that was the one dibs portion. I know because it was like, did she? She can't have eaten two dibs. Portions. Because she said, I just ate that whole thing of dibs. Did, but then did Pete get you two dibs? Yeah, exactly. Because I think you, you got ate her two one dibs. on the. You ate one on the plane and then you ate one the next day. Or did you only have half of the portion when you were on the plane and then half and then save half of it? Yeah, That's exactly. fucking weird. Yeah, I think she did do that. So I was thinking about Kim and how much she she doesn't feel bad about being in a shoot for five days. No, because she's making money. Yeah. So I need to just remember that. I need to remember that they don't need to be with me the entire time. And I need to carve out time so I can grow too. Yeah. Because so you can be the best mother that you can be. I know, but I just miss them too much. I just mean, I'm so institutionalized now by being in the flat with them that the idea of them not knowing that I, like even 10, if I just go to do a wee, he's like, mama, mama, mama. And I, I had to be like, it's okay, I'm just doing a wee. It's okay. <laughs> I'm going downstairs for a second. So I, it's got too much now probably. But I just think, well, I won't be able to spend this amount of time with them forever. So while I can, I'm trying to enjoy it. But at the same time, I've got to write the book. You, the most important thing is that the time that you spend with them, you're happy. And if having time to yourself and being able to go for that 10 minute run and being able to do things makes you even happier when you're with them, then that's a good thing. Very so good just, point. like invest in yourself so that when you're with them, you can be fully with them rather than half of your mind being like, oh, I wish I'd been able to have time to do that or whatever, you know? Totally. And that's kind of recently, like a few days ago, we went for a run together because that's what we've been doing. But kind of it was a mistake but on one of the runs there was a little section of grass and pavement where we stopped and we did some stretching and then they decided that they wanted to play the superhero game and I got involved and because it's such a no but it's such a rare thing that I get involved in the game you know but we had just done a run and I was I was proud of them and so I thought oh, okay I'll play with them even though it's really not my thing yeah so I did and now on every run, they want. They to, yeah, think yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they decide their superhero names the second we get out the door, and the whole run is about the superhero game. Oh no! Which, nightmare, <laughs> nightmare, 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 nightmare. Which means that they stop. They don't <laughs> run. They keep stopping and starting. And I'm like, okay, I, I know you're Silver and I know you're Lily, but we're gonna keep running. Just keep running to that pollard. Just keep running. And they don't. Is and Margo like, Lily? Margo's Lily. Oh, and that's Donnie's my favorite girl name. I know, well, it's hers as well. And Donnie is called Silver, and I'm called Chess. <laughs> and we have to be serious. And so it got. It, I, I was. I was trying. I just wanted to run just for a little bit, just for me. And it was being selfish because I was like, no, if I want to go for a run, go for a run on my own. Yeah, you don't have to take the kids. With no, you, to be I can go. On, I, it's, it's me trying to do it all. Well, also it's you being cheeky because it means you don't have to run for ten minutes. That is true, but it's also wanting to not have any time apart from them yeah. and do everything with them. But they're seven and five. They aren't going to run like I am. Yeah. And so when it got to this this bit of pavement where we stopped and they wanted to play the super game, I exploded and said, you know, we didn't even do any running. You had to earn the superhero game. <laughs> You have to earn the superhero game and had this breakdown when I should have just said, okay, I'm going for a run on my own. When I'm back, we can play the superhero game. Exactly. So you see? That, see, that's exactly what I just said. It is. It's just what I just said, isn't it? It is. You told me so. Yeah. God, we're so eloquent, aren't we? Incredible. We're squash girls. Mm. <laughs>
Do you know what I loved? Your squash is getting a bit stronger. No, that's, that's double concentrate. I knew you liked strong squash. That's the double stuff. That's the double stuff. And yeah. That's my fucking shit. I, yeah, I know. Get in the big industrial bottle as well. It feels mm. like you're in like a community centre or something like that. Which we essentially are. Yeah, right? to be honest, <laughs> that's kind of how we live. Like, there's always a bake sale going on. Oh, Old people wandering around. <laughs> so yeah, so just taking a little bit more me time, if I carve that into my diary... The thing with the Nescafe bottles, Wait, though, is you've got to take the plastic off. And I found it's difficult to get that little gold paper off the rim, you know? <laughs> and then it means that sometimes when you're drinking it, you're like, oh, is that, was that as a bit of foil and glue? That's not <laughs> ideal. That's not when you want a guest over the house. You don't want that. Okay, um, just going back to the Kardashians, though, yeah. just for a tiny bit. Yeah. Um, what, did, what did you think of the latest episode? Oh, my God. Fascinating. I think that it was very interesting that Courtney was voicing her concerns with how she's been re- yes. represented in the show. And that she had Benny Drama, who is like a very famous TikTok creator. He's fucking great, actually. Um, to be mocking her. It was like very postmodern. The whole thing yes. was like referencing themselves. It's referencing the, the, the show themselves. It was very Truman Show-y. Mm. And I'm getting all of this from Kardashian Colloquium, who's my favorite account on TikTok, who analyzes the Kardashians through like a really um, intellectual lens. So I'm just copying her thoughts. But I did find that really, really interesting because it makes watching, it makes the experience of watching being like, oh, wow, I didn't realize that they edited the, the shows as it's going on. Um, I thought it was fucking hilarious that they're talking about their brands that I've literally never heard of, Good American and Poosh. Poosh. And it's like, oh, the show has become its own advertising channel for their own brands. Yeah. Because I would have never, ever searched for Good America, Good American. And then it's like, oh, wow, they do jeans. Maybe they have a jean. You know, it's like... So on one hand, it's so it's such a machine yes. for their businesses. But on the other hand, that moment where the filming crew was outside and the filming crew was filming the filming crew. Yeah. And they're like, oh, something's going on, something's going on. Oh, and then they open up and Kim's wearing her gym gloves. Yeah. And she's having the real phone call with Kylie, who's half asleep, and Courtney, and does, does Chloe know? Does Chloe... And then and the response, I thought that was really interesting they kept that in because Kim, when she says, my soul is breaking yeah. for, Court- yeah. for, for Chloe, I thought if I was Chloe, I wouldn't want the world to see that I'm vulnerable mm. and that I'm being rejected no, or I'm being cheated on or, you know, whatever. And so I was ex- I was impressed that they kept that in. Yeah, but the thing is, yes, I get that because you don't want to seem weak, but like being... Because it's so strong. They're all so strong in this series. Yeah, they are very, very strong. How much money do we have? How good do we look? How many, How many houses do we are we going to build? How, you know, exactly. It's all more, more, more power, power, power. That is actually true. So I was really surprised they kept that in. That was the one moment of weakness. And even in the fertility struggles with Courtney, it's all so empowering. It's like, I am going to reclaim my body by d- drinking this, eating this quail egg and yeah. um, making fertility treatment like sexy. And, and Kim I'm, is sick, but I'm still able to do a photo shoot. Exactly. I mean, but I mean, every time that she, <laughs> it was really funny. She wasn't sick. Well, she wasn't it, sick. just like the whole thing was, I found this episode, this latest episode, fascinating in terms of, thinking about the Kardashians conceptually, you know, because it was just so postmodern, it was so meta, the whole thing, and yet you did still feel like a human pang of uh, sympathy for Chloe at the end. But then at the same time, was she with Tristan when he no. did that? Exactly. She wasn't with Tristan. Well, then, not, not that it's okay that he's, like, got another woman pregnant and whatever, but if... She, 
Yeah, they were talking about it as if he had cheated on her. Yeah. Again. And I thought that was slightly misleading because it it makes it seem for the narrative of the show much more convenient. You know? it, but it also shows their, their self-worth. Yeah. They don't, even if Tristan, Tristan shouldn't be even talking to another woman. He well, should be a random, as Kim said. Yeah. And it was like, oh shit, that's how they talk about regular people. Yes, exactly. So I found that quite amazing because the ownership even on Tristan and the ownership on all of their, uh, the spouses. Yeah. Um, and I, I would, I haven't followed any of the divorce stuff with Kim and Kanye and no. I don't know, I don't follow them on Twitter or anything. So I don't know what's going on, but um, it'd be really, I would be really interested to see what Kanye is like singing about with Kim or not singing, rapping. Yeah. Um, and what that kind of, those allegations are too. Well, yeah, he comes, he comes across so funny on the show. I kind of really like him. Oh my God, he's adorable. Yeah. He's absolutely adorable. And I love like the, the storyline of Kim, like not knowing what to wear. And finding her style and then the style being so, just so bad. Yeah, but the thing is, she does look incredible. She, she does, does. No, she looks incredible, look but incredible. her style. Her style is kind of funny, yeah. They just, they love, they love wearing all one colour of everything, don't they? Yeah. She's so beautiful and she seems so, she seems like she's never laughed before she met Pete Davidson. I know. And it's like sometimes when I see the inside of her mouth when she's like smiling or laughing, I'm like, wow. I haven't seen that fun. before. Yeah. Genuinely, yeah. I was like, whoa, has that been CGI'd in? And I was like, oh, no, that's just the inside of her mouth. Yeah, yeah, I completely know what you mean. It was like, whoa, God. And you, she looks gorgeous when she laughs, but she just looks a lot more like a 40-year-old when she smiles and laughs. And it's lovely to see. Yeah. Because a lot of the time when she's just sitting there with the ring light, it's kind the of like... The two she, ring lights. We saw Chloe's ring lights for her Zoom. They kind of don't look like real human faces. They don't look like any age. When she smiles, you kind of get a sense of life. And it's, it's nice to see. Mm. Although I also do, because I, I love Kardashian content, I do get all of the people that describe in detail what surgeries they've all had and how they're all lying about it. So what Kim has supposedly had is this bit of space between her nose and her lip. She's got that shortened. Apparently you can see, because in one photo you can see that she's got a scar here. And it's called like a lip flip. It makes your, oh, your lip go up. It makes your lip go You get Botox in the lip to make your lip go up, but you also get this amount of skin shortened between your nose and your lip so that, you know, it just... And it looks fantastic on her. And I was like, maybe I should get that done. Oh, my gosh. No, never, ever going to have plastic surgery, ever. No. I, I'm never going to... Obviously, if I had to, I would, but I, I, will, I will never get plastic surgery. Optionally, yeah. I Optionally. don't think me either, but I would get Botox. I you would, would get, get I know, Botox. Never. But my friend just got Botox and she says that she's now just walking around beatifically smiling at everyone because her face is so glowing. And I'm like, that sounds really good. Does it look natural? She, yeah, it looks incredible. Incredible. On her forehead? On her forehead, yeah. Mm. No, never going to do it. I'm going to be au natural. Going to be one of those like creepy old women with like hair down to my ankles. Just all grey. Yeah. I'm going to be so... I'm going to be like obnoxiously au natural. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you're going to be so, like, you're going to be so granolary, aren't you? Mm. You're going to no. get into, like, wearing socks. Oh, to be granolary? No, but that's the word for it. That's the oh. word for it. It's oh, not, it's not somebody literal. needs lots of granola. No, no, no. Granola is when somebody's, like, all into natural stuff. Oh, like, yeah, right. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I am granolary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't eat granola, obviously. No. Too much I sugar. Touch, don't touch that with a bar. <laughs> I ate so much Only because I can't eat granola because it's too nice. Yeah, no, it's too nice. I'm going to eat the whole fucking box. Yeah. Also, the serving size on granola, it's like a teaspoon. Yeah, okay? it's almost as bad as peanuts. It's like... It's a- <laughs> <laughs> I ate so many mini rolls yesterday that my face Chocolate hurts. mini rolls? Yeah. 
because they were doing they were, they were doing a special family pack discount at Tesco where I saw I bumped into BB at our local Tesco. Yeah. I didn't see the mini rolls in your basket. Did yeah. you get them secretly? Did you go back and get some secret mini rolls, or did you stuff them into your bag as quickly as you <laughs> so I wouldn't judge you? No, because I put them into the basket straight away, and Horatia was like, "Oh no, no, that like he he was like, no, those are lame. Let's get something else." And then and then at the end, I was like, "I want the mini rolls. I was craving mini rolls. My body clearly needed them." And kale. You said you were craving kale the other day. Did you have the kale? No. You didn't have the kale? No. After you were craving kale, you didn't have kale? I, it's in my fridge. I still didn't use it. It's a week old now. That Can is... I use kale that's a week old? No, of course you can't. Shit. Unless it, I mean, if it smells okay, that's fine. <laughs> but it's been sitting there in my fridge all week and, I've been, and I haven't had any time because I've been very busy this week. I've been fucking worked off my feet this week. So yeah, try so, and buy some kale. If your body's telling you, if you have a craving for something that's not mini rolls, yeah. go for it. Um... So, yeah, basically, you're going to get Botox. I'm not going to get plastic surgery. We both feel that the Kardashians, the the business element of it is getting a little bit too much. It's like they are letting us take a peek inside behind the curtain, but it's so orchestrated. Mm. And it's so trying to make us feel like, oh, my God, we're seeing things that we shouldn't see. When, of course, they want us to see us. This is they, They've spent... They know exactly what they're putting out there. I want to see more of Chris behind the scenes. Definitely. I want to see more of her not, because she's so on top of everything. No, but she's so airbrushed as well. Like, it's actually oh, really? almost, it's frustrating how edited she is on oh, the show. really? Her face is, it's almost like it's pixelated. Do you not think? They, I didn't they even use know they softening, could do that. blurring filters on all of them. That's another thing. Oh, they're I didn't all, know that. They're all, they're all, like, blurred. Um, but Chris especially, I want to see what her face actually looks like. Yeah, same. Oh, gosh. It's like she's got soft focus on her all the time. Literally all the time. And are you enjoying Love Island? Absolutely, so I So you don't am. regret the decision to watch it? Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. And I think you're missing out. Am I? Yeah, it's already got quite good. I don't have good. time to watch TV anymore. It's already got quite good. Really? Yeah. No, the kids just aren't going to bed. It's just a nightmare. They don't go to, we don't go to bed before 10 now. It's impossible to get them in us all into bed and ready for bed before 10 p.m. if another adult isn't with me. It's impossible. Oh. It's like, it, but it's, it's comically impossible. So, yeah, I'm watching a lot of, uh, you know, animations. A lot of the Gruffalo. Oh, but we watched the Britain's Got Talent final. Oh, how was that? A stand-up one. Really? Yeah, yeah. A stand-up one. It, they were very upset because of a little boy ventriloquist called Chuck... Uh, they wanted to win. It was between those two. And um, they were very, very upset that, that, that the stand-up... But they're already thinking about what they're going to do on Britain's Got Talent. It's very sweet. But I was impressed that a stand-up won. That is. I mean, wow. I wonder if... I wonder if, like, other stand-ups will respect that. Or Alfie knows it. Really? Yeah, yeah, he's known. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So it, you can kind of... It can really pay off. Yeah. Maybe we should do Britain's Got Talent. What would our, be our talent? <laughs> Having a fight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. That would be fucking great. I honestly, I just I just want to say, I I love Anton Deck. Oh, and me too. I love Simon Cowell. I love Simon Cowell too. I just want him to be like our uncle. I'd love to I'd love to get a hug from Simon oh, Cowell. And his son was at the final, Eric. And he clearly was a bit nervous because Eric was there. And he kept like muff muffing muffing? Muffling? Jumbling up his words. And I think it's because he was so wanting to impress his son. Well, muffling. <laughs> <laughs> They're just so funny. Something. He wanted Eric to be impressed with him. 
That's cute. Yeah. That's really cute. So I just, I like the fact that he's a dad. He's got I'd like a Eric. hug from Simon Cowell. I would. I think he would smell lovely. Yeah, I just want to perform for Simon Cowell. I'd have a big sort of meaty arms and like, you know, he'd just sort of be very masculine. Even though he does also look like a Lego man. I just like, <laughs> I don't know, I would love a hug from Simon Cowell. I'd love a... I'd love a little dance, I think, with one of the Anton Decks. But also, such, I just adore, I adore Alicia Dixon, Amanda Holden. I love Amanda Holden too. Amanda Holden's just brilliant. And, and her, Alicia her, Dixon her does the worship. I know. She, she never worships up. But she's so good at being a judge. Oh my God, she's an incredible yeah. performer too. Because she was also the, um, the host of another show that we watched, The Greatest Dancer. And she's just amazing. I love her. And I think she's probably one of the most beautiful women in the world. I know. I know. Is it, who's the fourth judge? Is it David Williams? David Williams. Yeah, yeah. not so keen on him, I don't think. But he's got, he's funny. He's really funny and he makes, he makes me laugh. I, I would never watch Britain's Got Talent if I didn't have kids, but it's such a nice, wholesome show to watch. I mean, watching X Factor was my favourite time of, of my childhood. Of my childhood. Yeah, totally. So, Pop Idol, all of that stuff. I think Love that it. it's actually And do you know who, who you should follow on Instagram and you probably don't follow because he doesn't have that many followers for who he is? Who? Will Young. Will Young! Yeah. And actually, we should have talked about this in the, uh, the death podcast but you should absolutely watch his documentary yeah you on mentioned Channel that 4. on the podcast before oh did i yeah. sorry i'm still talking about well, yeah. no that but shows how much it impacted you it did and i've followed him on instagram since and i just love how he's i just love William. i love that era of celebrity mm. that naughty celebrity because the ones every, who prevail the ones who are still here and it's like oh you saw some shit didn't you yeah but also you were actually good yeah you were actually good and i feel like you were probably a lot more of a real, less media-trained person. Anyone that's going on totally. reality shows now knows what it is. They have, they're influencers. Mm-hmm. They've been trained. Mm-hmm. They all look the same. I love that era of celebrity where everyone was still a bit fucking wonky. Absolutely. That's such a good point because you see people at Will, like Will Young. It was probably just a given that you go on those shows and then you get fucked up for life. Yeah. And you don't get any help. And, like, Will probably has seen so much shit. Oh, my and God. Can you imagine the people that he's met? And the he's people that he's seen his, doing coke in the bathroom. Still developed his personality. So, yeah, that's such a good point. Where, and now it's just everyone says the same things. We're so trained. Yeah. We, you know, the cancel culture has made everyone so afraid of being their true... Yeah. Like, and everyone's, like, saying, like, you know, everyone here knows that I wear my heart on my sleeve. No, they don't. You've been here for three days. You're using the hashtag. Yeah, like, what are you talking about? Nobody's ever going to be like Nikki Graham. R.I.P. Oh, Nikki. Nikki was- Who is she? Who is she? Love Nikki. He's had a whole fucking mountain of cereal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, we need to stop now because I have okay. to go and collect another baby. But we're very grateful for you listening. Thank you so Please much for listening. Please start a diary. Start a diary. With all these what? stickers. And read read your old diaries. Yes. And, and have... Have sympathy and empathy, I don't know which is the right one, for the past fucking embarrassing version of yourself. Because I forgive you, baby. I do. I forgive you. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Bye.